America's Climate of Fear, today on The World. I'm Carol Hills. The GOP presidential candidates promise tougher action against the threats facing America. Not everyone's reassured by that. You know, there's a point at which you have to ask yourself, does it become irresponsible? Uh, Are they going out of their way to try to frighten people? Also, Marco Werman and our team are on assignment in Kenya. Today, they introduce us to a female reporter battling sexism. In the entire article, I'm referred to as Mr. Nanjala, like consistently. Plus, U.S. soccer great Abby Wambach is retiring. Abby Wambach is an amazing soccer player, period. You don't have to put a gender with it. She is the number one scorer in international play for male or female. Those stories are coming up here on The World. Marco's on assignment in Kenya, and we'll be hearing from him later in the show. First, though, if you tuned in last night for the Republican presidential candidate's debate, you know that the big message was that America faces a grievous threat from the so-called Islamic State. Here's Senator Marco Rubio. We must deal frontally with this threat of radical Islamists, especially from ISIS. This is the most sophisticated terror group that has ever threatened the world or the United States of America. And Governor Chris Christie chimed in with this. We have people across this country who are scared to death. Because I can tell you this, as a former federal prosecutor, if a Center for the Developmentally Disabled in San Bernardino, California, is now a target for terrorists, that means everywhere in America is a target for these terrorists. Most of the candidates agree on who's to blame, you know, aside from the extremists. Here's Rubio again. The president has left us unsafe. He spoke the other night to the American people to reassure us. I wish he hadn't spoken at all. He made things worse because what he basically said was we are going to keep doing what we're doing now and what we are doing now is not working. Michael Crowley is senior affairs correspondent for Politico. And Michael, a quick search of the language used in last night's debate shows the candidates only use the word fear once, yet it seems like fear of terrorism, ISIS, all sorts of things seem to hover over the whole thing. Is that how you saw it? Uh, Absolutely. I thought that that moment from Chris Christie in particular uh, was really striking. And, um, you know, there's a point at which you have to ask yourself, does it become irresponsible? Uh, You know, are they going out of their way to try to frighten people? which is what the terrorists are trying to achieve. They're, you know, the, the killing is meant to have a larger effect, which is to terrorize the population and to change our policies. Now, to be fair, most of the candidates kind of smacked down Donald Trump and his plan to ban all Muslims, but most also shared Marco Rubio's judgment that ISIS is the most sophisticated terror group ever to threaten the nation. Is it? Uh, Well, sophisticated uh, can be defined different ways. Uh, I think actually when al-Qaeda was sort of in its prime, so to speak, and pulled off the 9-11 attacks, that was a level of sophistication I don't think we've seen since then in terms of planning and coordinating a spectacular attack involving, you know, uh, 20 people, at least in the case of 9-11, hijacking multiple planes, etc. But ISIS now is, you know, it has a different kind of sophistication, the use of social media, Media, the use of these gruesome videos that have a kind of Hollywood effect. Uh, it's a different kind of sophistication, and it's very dangerous in a different way. You follow politics. Is fear good for poll ratings? Well, I think that fear is good uh, if you're a Republican candidate trying to demonstrate your toughness in opposition to Barack Obama's policies, to show that you're a good Republican, you're fighting Obama hard, you get why Obama is, quote-unquote, a failure, uh, which I think is a message that particularly base Republican voters respond to. So rather than 
you know, the, the complex work of proposing difficult policy solutions, uh, what you can do is sort of riff in an emotional way that also makes for great sound bites the morning after the debate about how much trouble Barack Obama has gotten us into and how much jeopardy he's put us into, and then cast yourself as the savior, kind of skimming over the difficult work of the, the costs and trade-offs of, of implementing policies in response. Is stoking fear good for national security? Well, again, to, to go back to my point at the top, I, I'm, I'm worried that it might not be. Again, terrorists want to scare us. They want us to overreact. They want to lead us into traps of their making um, that we will stumble into if we're not thinking clearly. Michael Crowley is Senior Foreign Affairs Correspondent for Politico. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for having me. Here's something else fear can do. It can stand in the way of positive change. That's often the case in Afghanistan, for example. Women and others who suffer abuse there fear that speaking out will only land them in big...